You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Marquee Show starts, starts, starts right now. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, it happened again. We are down to one bouquet left in the studio from the Jacksonville Flower Market. We had four, and every single day, one of them just Poof, disappear. Somebody walks in and goes, wow, those are beautiful. And I don't know, we need like a security camera on them or something. It's I mean, we have a camera here on the zoo, but it's just every Well, tomorrow's the last. Hopefully, we'll still have one left tomorrow. And uh, we will be giving away another bouquet. So if you have a, a mom or a wife or both, and you would like to win a lovely bouquet of flowers for Mother's Day from the Jacksonville Flower Market, have no fear. We, the gift cards, darn, they're locked up. They're locked up. You're not going to those aren't going to be stolen. But the flowers that have adorned our studio all week just, I mean, <laughs> like, this is crazy. People just walk on in here and take whatever they want. If it's not nailed down, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that the computer equipment is still here on a daily basis. Anyway, guys, what, I hope everyone's having a great day so far. It's Thursday. It's Friday Eve. That's always exciting. We've had just a, a monumental week. Donald Trump was in Florida yesterday, which has made a lot of people uh, very excited. Uh, Congress is looking, you know, ridiculous again, which has made uh, which is making people very excited about that. You know, I think that there's a there's a real excitement and a real a real juju kind of uh, popping up about the election in 2020. I feel like Donald Trump being here and being on the campaign trail and all these Democrats kind of floundering around and not really knowing what to do and not focusing on the election, not focusing on the United States of America, not focusing on the things that need to be done to make America great, to really win an election. Because think about this, winning an election, it's a job interview. And what you need to do is you need to impress upon the person who's hiring you, which is the American people, that you're the best person for the job. And the Democrats last time around, they had it, you know, they had it tough enough anyway, because there was one job and two candidates. There was one job. Two people wanted it. And so they looked around and with the American people looked around. We listened to the uh, we listened to the resumes. We asked some questions. We heard the answers. And all of a sudden, and when it was all said and done, we decided Donald Trump is the better candidate for this position than Hillary Clinton. By the way, great choice in the end. Now. It's almost harder for the Democrats because it's not an open position that they're vying for. It's somebody has the job. Now what you're doing is you're trying to convince the American people that the person that currently has the job, you're trying to convince the American people that the person that has the job now needs to be fired and that this person should just come in out of the blue and take that person's take that person's gig. And that's way more. I mean, they couldn't even they couldn't even get the job when it was an open position. They've got a much harder row to hoe this time around. And they they ain't even rowing. They're not really doing anything. There's not one Democrat out there. Well, maybe with the exception of Bernie Sanders, who's doing something to what Bernie Sanders is doing is smart for Bernie Sanders, but not really smart for the Democratic Party. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But they're not doing anything. Donald Trump is out there campaigning more than any of the other Democrats are to larger crowds. He's making more of a stir. He's getting more press and he's and he's doing it. Well, he still has the job. These are these people who have the difficult choice, the the uphill battle. I mean, it, I mean it's crazy the kind of the kind of uh, hurdles that they're going to have to leap over to not just become the the Democratic candidate, but that but to then overthrow the existing president to boot him out of office and get enough of the American people to say, hey, not only do we want to hire this guy, but we're going to fire somebody to do it. And that's a that's a tough that's a tough conversation to have with the american people and it's going to take a lot of convincing 
And the other thing is, you've got Donald Trump out there, and he is, man, he is fired up. He, Donald Trump, who is currently the president of the United States of America, who has the job for two more years, Donald Trump, I have to tell you, he is more excited about this election. He is more excited about this election, and he is more excited about uh, about what's going to happen uh, with the you know, he's he's more excited than any of the Democrats that I've seen. I want to run so badly. I want this race to start immediately. Immediately, he's like, I want him to run immediately. He's he's jazzed. Not only is he leading the country and and making the economy better and making America safer and meeting with the Chinese today to to you know threaten them with with sanctions or uh, with um, with tariffs because you know what's happening. Because you know what's happening? They're 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 clamping down. They're going back on their deals. So he's like, forget it. We're not gonna we're not gonna be bullied. You know, we're not gonna be that. We're not gonna be that country we used to be. We're not gonna roll over and let you guys take advantage of us. Not only is he doing all of that, but he's also openly campaigning to uh, to for reelection two years down the road. And he was on stage for like an hour and a half yesterday in Florida, where it's hot. In a suit with body armor. It was crazy. I'm surprised I would have passed out. I don't know how this guy did it. He's like three times my age. But he is jazz, man. And he's and he's he's throwing down the gauntlet to the Democrats. He got some real beauties. Yeah. Crazy Bernie. He got a choice between Slippy Joe and Crazy Bernie. Here come the nicknames. I love the nicknames. And uh, I'll take any of Let's just pick somebody, please, and let's start this thing. Yeah, he's like, let's just, come on, let's go. Let's start it. Pick somebody. This is Donald, and this is, and this is where Donald Trump really shines. Which is the other problem. It's because Donald Trump's strong point is campaigning. Donald Trump. If you look at everything a president has to do, whether it's the economy, whether it's immigration, whether it's uh, commander in chief, whether it's dealing with Congress, with negotiation, whatever, he's good at a lot of things. But his the thing he's best at is campaigning, and he's got to jump on all of the other candidates because they haven't even picked one yet. And he is and he's already got the momentum. He's already got the mechanism. He's already got the crowd showing up. He's already in Florida, Florida, one of the what, two or three major swing states, major. And he's got the entire Republican family uh, that he's you know on stage with him. He's got Rick Scott. He's got Marco Rubio. He's got Ron DeSantis. He's got Casey DeSantis. He's got them all. They're all right there with him on stage in Florida saying, hey, we're the Republicans. We're in charge. We won this state and we're going to win it again. And we're going to continue to make America great. You know what? Let's start the campaign right now. I want to run so badly. I want this race to start immediately. Immediately. Come on. Let's do it. But uh, but he's also I mean, he's having a lot of fun. And that's why he talks so long. And that's why people listen to him, because he's having a lot of fun. And how can you not have fun? When you have the crop of candidates, we've been making jokes about about Joe Biden sniffing hair. We've been making jokes about Bernie Sanders being crazy and old. We make jokes about everybody on this show. But Donald Trump is doing I mean, he's literally doing stand up about the election on stage in Florida. Have a young man, boot edge edge, boot edge edge. They say edge, 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 edge. It's basically I mean, he's literally turned campaigning into entertainment. Which is why he draws it. He relates to the people because we say the same thing on this show. I'm like, what is it? Adam Kirk, what is it? Boot edge? Boot edge edge? That's exactly what Donald Trump is doing is what every American is doing when they hear this guy's name. Edge edge. Edge edge. What edge edge? How is it edge edge? And then, of course, he rips him to shreds. He's got a great chance, doesn't he? He'll be great. He'll be great. Representing us against President Xi of China. That'll be great. That'll be great. I want to be in that room. I want to watch that one. Yeah. I mean, this is basically saying this guy doesn't have a chance. He's what, mayor of South Bend, Indiana? He's 30, what, six years old? You're going to send him into a room with all these other foreign leaders? They're going to they're gonna chew him up and spit him out. Oh, and speaking of foreign leaders, speaking of foreign, something, I was watching uh, Donald Trump yesterday. I was watching a speech, and he said something about the current front runner for the Democratic Party, the guy who's leading by, what, 36 percentage points over Crazy Bernie and 42 percentage points over Boot Edge Edge and everybody else. The guy who's firmly in, in, the, in the top spot to run against Donald Trump in 2020. Edge Edge. No, not him, the other guy. And he said something that this candidate has also said himself, and it got me thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait just one minute. Isn't that... 
Isn't that the most hypocritical thing in the world? Isn't that isn't he doing exactly what they're accusing Donald Trump of doing? Isn't this person who is right now probably the most likely person to grab the Democratic nomination? Aren't they also guilty of? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to take a quick break. Eight. I'll tell you in a minute. 855-765-1045 if you want to get in. We've also got some open mic messages we're going to get to here in just a minute. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Let's start it. Pick somebody. Yeah, pick somebody. Let's start this thing. We are ready to run over here. Uh, Donald Trump in in uh, Florida yesterday, he was over in the Panhandle. He was um, uh, talking about, of course, the hurricane relief that he's trying to get through. He brought some money, not as much as he wanted to, but blame Congress for that. And then he went into full Donald Trump campaign mode, full mode. He was ready to go. He had he had charts and graphs. He had jokes ready. He was complaining about everything. He was introducing the I mean, and think about that. Look at this dream team you have from Florida. Look at this dream team going in this election. You have to feel really good about yourself as a Republican candidate when you have a Republican governor and Ron DeSantis, when you have Casey DeSantis, who's I mean, we know her because she used to be on that news station that we don't own the other one. Uh, you know, amazing reporter turned first lady of Florida, probably one day the first lady of the United States. Um, you know, a, a great governor, a great job in the Florida Republican Party getting that, uh, you know, getting yeah, getting that seat. And then you've got then you've got Rick Scott, one of the most popular and effective governors in the history of Florida, who now is running or who now is uh, in Senate in Washington for us. And you've got Marco Rubio, who eh, eh. Whatever. Uh, so you've got this this Republican stronghold, Ashley Moody, a bunch of other people. And basically, uh, Donald Trump is is parading them around. He's letting everybody know Florida is is red. Florida is our state. Florida is exactly where we're going to win this thing again. Florida, Ohio. He brought up Michigan again. He brought up Wisconsin. He brought up all the states that he was supposed to lose. But in the end, he won. And then he brought up something that I thought was really interesting. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, because Every now and then I'm wrong, and you guys like to correct me. So, so I know I know I can count on you. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. But correct me if I'm wrong, because he brought up something that Joe Biden said. The, do you remember the other day, Joe Biden? He was talking about all these these other um, leaders of other countries, and he accidentally he meant to say Theresa May specifically, but he called her Margaret Thatcher because guys like old and suffering from dementia, probably. Uh, so that guy. So basically, Joe Biden's messing up the world leaders. And he doesn't even know who's running the the, the uh, these countries. But he's saying they all call him and they say, Joe, Joe, we need you to be president. And Donald Trump mentioned that in his speech yesterday. Said that he heard from a lot of foreign leaders and they want him to be president. Of course they do. So they can continue to rip off the United States. Of course they do. Of course they, do. Of course they want weak leadership. Of course they want a Democrat who's going to kowtow to their demands. Of course they don't want a strong America. Of course they want somebody like Barack Obama who's going to wheel and deal with them and fly them, uh, you know, troop transports full of billions of dollars of cash. Everybody wants Joe Biden in the uh, in the White House who's not an American citizen. Every world leader wants somebody that they can stomp on. Every world leader wants some old guy who can't even remember who the hell he's talking to or about. To, to be the leader of the United States because it'll be easier for them to continue to take advantage to what do you say rip us off is that true so they can continue to rip off the United States yeah of okay it makes perfect sense if here's but here's the thing that strikes me as odd isn't Joe Biden coming forward during the election and saying I talk to other world leaders and they all tell me they want me to be president of the United States isn't that in a way collusion isn't that in a way the exact same thing that they are accusing donald trump of doing isn't that the exact same thing as foreign influence in an american election you have a candidate saying i talk to this leader and that leader and this leader and that leader and this king and this sultan and this arab sheik and this whatever and these people they all say joe we want you to be president of the united states somebody explain to me how that is not foreign influence in an election somebody explain to me how that is not exactly what they are accusing donald trump of having done with russia the irony being donald trump never did it and here's joe biden openly admitting that he is discussing the election and his potential presidency with foreign by and not only that he's getting these these endorsements 
from other countries. Other countries' leaders, supposedly, and we haven't heard from any of them. This is all hearsay. Supposedly, they're calling up Joe Biden and they're saying, man, we want you to be the president of the United States. How is that any different? How is that not foreign influence in an election? How is that any different than a bunch of hackers in Russia putting out stories saying Donald Trump would be a better president than Hillary Clinton? It's the exact same gosh darn thing. And and Joe Biden is out there doing it well and everyone's praising him and the news media is reporting on it. They're saying, oh, look, the rest of the also here's another thing. What American citizen gives a rat's patootie what these other leaders think about our country? In fact, wouldn't the person that they want be the last person you would want to hold the position of president of the United States? Wouldn't you think that the person that they don't like, don't agree with, fear and are afraid to deal with? Don't you think that's the better choice than somebody that's like, man, Joe, God, we wish it were you. Then we wouldn't have to worry about a thing. You'll give us money. You'll protect us. You'll let us send our 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 immigrants illegally into your country. You won't worry about it. It's gonna be great. Come on, you got our vote, Joe. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm I'm the prime minister of the UK. I don't get a I don't get a vote. I guess I'll just have to foreign uh, influence the election. Uh, you know, from where I sit. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We gotta take a quick break. More of your phone calls. Some of your open mics coming up after the news on News one zero four point five WOKV. He is making Jacksonville great again. You are listening to the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Send that guy a T-shirt, man. That was great. That was better than half the people that work here <laughs> read, the, read the stuff. No offense to the other Josh. Anyway, uh, this is the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. And we are talking uh, Trump and Biden today because, well, one of them's out campaigning and the other one should be, but he's not. Even though I guess he has this comfortable lead of 36 points above Bernie Sanders. But you, know, it, you should never be comfortable when you're a Democrat. You should never be look at look at if they've learned anything from the Clintons or from Hillary Clinton specifically. It's you never get comfortable when you're a Democrat because you never know what could happen. And there's news about Bernie Sanders, which is really interesting to me that I don't know if it makes Bernie Sanders hypocritical or the smartest person in the Democratic Party. But we'll get to that in just a minute. First, I want to talk about who's colluding now. Said that he heard from a lot of foreign leaders. And they want him to be president. Of course they do. So they can continue to rip off the United States. Of course they do. Of course, that was Joe Biden. You remember that Joe Biden was talking the other day and he accidentally called Theresa May Margaret Thatcher, which shows that I don't know, he's getting old. He's getting I don't know if he's got if he's got dementia or if he's just delusional or, if, you know, because I had a great grandmother. The same thing. She could never. She always called me the wrong. She called me my father's name and she called my father her ex-husband's name. And I don't know what the hell she would have called my kids if she ever met him. But basically. Basically, you get jumbled in your head. And do you really want the leader of the free world to be getting other free world leaders' names jumbled in their heads? Well, that's exactly what's happening. Joe Biden was talking about Theresa May, called her Margaret Thatcher. But that's not even the worst part, in my humble opinion. In my humble opinion, the worst part is that Joe Biden was colluding with other world leaders who were influencing the election. Think about this. Think about this. If Putin had ever called... Donald Trump and said, I want you to be president of the United States. Think about the the poop storm. I mean, there's all they're already it. That never happened. The man never even talked to each other during the election. But could you imagine if during Donald Trump's campaign, he took a direct phone call from Vladimir Putin when he was a private citizen, Joe Biden, private citizen, holds no political office, not elected to diddly squat. He's just hanging out in Delaware doing his thing. All of a sudden, world leaders are calling the man and saying, we want you to be, we want you to be the president. That was a horrible. That sounded more like a Monty Python. That sounded more like Eric Idle than it did Theresa May. But whatever, you get the gist. And we don't know, we don't know what other countless leaders he's talking about. Should Joe Biden, a private citizen of the United States, should he actually really be able to field calls from other foreign leaders? I feel like that's I feel like that's not something that should happen. Yes, he was vice president, but no, he's not anymore. Now he's a candidate. 
And don't we treat our candidates differently? Don't we hold our Democratic candidates to the same high standard that we held our Republican candidates? Aren't the Democrats worried that Joe Biden and his campaign are discussing the election with other world leaders? Collusion. Foreign influence. Right there. Donald Trump's talking about it, and Joe Biden's talking about it, and Theresa May's talking about it, and even Margaret Thatcher's talking about it, and she's been dead for five years. The whole thing is, the whole thing, I don't know if somebody, <laughs> I said Joe Biden was getting sloppy in his old age, and somebody on the, on our Facebook chat said, oh, you should call him Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe, Sloppy, Sloppy Joe. Uh, I know that Donald Trump is I know that he's partial to sleepy Joe Biden, but I do think sloppy Joe Biden is uh, I think sloppy Joe Biden is a great is a great idea. But, you know, it's it's not just Joe Biden because we're not 100 percent sure Joe Biden's going to get the nomination again. Joe Biden, like 32 points ahead. But there's a couple issues with that. There's a couple issues with that. And Donald Trump mentioned it again yesterday. This was in Florida. This is when he was talking about the two front runners for the Democratic nomination right now. He got some real beauties. Crazy Bernie. He had a choice between Sleepy Joe and Crazy Bernie. Yeah. And uh, I'll take any of Let's just pick somebody, please, and let's start this thing. Let's start it. Yeah, let's pick somebody. Pick them already. Come on, let's just get it all. I love the energy and the enthusiasm. I, you know, it brings me back to the days of 2016 when I would go to rally after rally after rally. And I did it because I was just, you know, reporting on it. I was getting video. I was getting audio. I was there, you know, for uh, Herman Cain and and uh, Sean Hannity. Would, I would call into their shows and I'd be like, I'm at the rally. Here's what happened. It was crazy. And Donald Trump's probably going to be president. And I remember I spoke at the uh, the Deerwood Rotary Club. They invited me back. Uh, when I when I came back, I went to a rally. I think it was in Tampa. I got a call from the Deerwood Rotary. They said, can you come and speak at our breakfast? And I said, sure, no problem. So I went to the Deerwood Rotary and I was telling them about uh, working with Herman and filling in on, on, on his show and going to the rally and this one guy i never get he raised his hand and he goes so can i ask you a question i said sure he goes who do you think's going to be president and i looked at him i said oh donald trump 100 percent." and everyone in the room was like oh there was like a gasp like a Ooh, what like they couldn't believe it and i saw that same guy like it was like maybe six or seven months later we were at some party and he kept on he goes i don't know if you remember i was at the deerwood rotary breakfast when you spoke and you said that donald trump would be president and I said, oh, yeah. He goes, you were the first person I ever heard say that. And you were right. And I go, I know. <laughs> I think so much. I appreciate it. But uh, but it's true. When you go to these rallies, when you see what's happening and this is a guy who doesn't have to campaign yet. He's got the nomination. Donald Trump has it all wrapped up. Crazy Bernie, Sloppy Joe, Boot Edge Edge. None of, they don't have the nomination yet. They should be the ones doing what Donald Trump's doing. They should be the ones working the crowd. They have a young man, Boot Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. Boot Edge Edge. Boot edge, edge. They say Edge Edge. These are the guys that should be out there, and they should be doing the work that Donald Trump is doing. They're trying, but they're failing miserably. They're failing miserably. Because they don't really have anything to go on. Here's the thing about, here's the thing about Joe Biden. He's going to fall into the Hillary Clinton trap, and we've seen this before. All right. Joe Biden's going to the problem with Joe Biden is that, number one, he is kind of sleepy. But number two, the problem with Joe Biden is he's going to fall into the Hillary Clinton believing the polls trap. He's going to go out there and he's going to look at these poll numbers and go, oh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Look, Jill. Look, Jill, we're 436 points ahead. Call Margaret Thatcher. We're going to win. That's what Joe's going to do. He's going to believe the polls all the way up until uh, Election Day and he's going to lose. Because crazy Bernie who remember how he got skunked by the superdelegates? Remember the superdelegates? That was the whole big thing. Bernie Sanders would win state after state after state. He would rack up delegate after delegate after delegate. But the superdelegates swooped in at the last minute and gave just handed the nomination to Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders wasted an entire year and a half of his life, traveled bazillions of miles, spent God knows how much money, one dollar at a time, one dollar, one dollar at a time, spent all that money debated, went to all those stages. Guy probably almost had a heart attack. I mean, I mean, he didn't get a haircut for like a year and a half. His hair was everywhere. It was crazy looking. Still is. That guy left it all out on the campaign trail, and he never had a shot at winning because of the superdelegates. Well, guess what? Bernie may be crazy, but he ain't stupid because he has a handful of superdelegates 
already wrapped up. He's playing Hillary Clinton's game this time around. He's going to get the superdelegates so he can get the nomination. And sloppy Joe Biden is just going to be riding his poll numbers off into the sunset. And he's going to wake up one day to a rude awakening. Either he's going to lose the nomination to Bernie Sanders or he's going to lose the election to Donald Trump. Either way, I am so excited that we are. I am so excited that we are getting this campaign underway. I am so excited when I see the kind of stuff that happened yesterday. And I know I'm not the only one. I want to run so badly. I want this race to start immediately. Immediately. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls, your open mic messages. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay, 855-765-1045. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, we're so excited uh, to have you here on what's turned into a Conspiracy Theory Thursday. My conspiracy theory is that Joe Biden's colluding with Margaret Thatcher <laughs> to wrap up the Democratic... I'm sorry, with put Theresa May. I make the same... I make the, I'm just, you know, I'm, uh, I'm as sloppy as he is. Six five uh, one zero four five. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Diane from Palm Coast. Hi, Diane. How are you? Diane. Diane. No. She gone. Oh, Diane. It would have been so nice to talk to you too. All of the, the note just says she wanted to bash the Democratic candidate, so I was going to put her right through. But anyway, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We have some open mics too, but we're having a little bit of difficulty pulling those in. But basically, here's my take: Joe Biden is openly discussing with. Other world leaders, the election for the president of the United States in 2020, he's talking about his campaign. He's talking about his candidacy and he's talking about how much these other people want him to be president. Do you not think that he's probably had more personal one on one contact with foreign leaders than anyone in Donald Trump and his campaign ever did? Because Donald Trump and his campaign, they never talked to Vladimir Putin directly. They never talked to Theresa May directly. They never talked to, to uh, President Xi, any of these people. They didn't talk to Angela Merkel or anybody, you know, any, any of those folks. Uncle, that's her name, right? Uncle and Merkel, isn't that her name? Very German. So you got it's like throaty. But uh, but that, that, it wasn't until after he became president that he started reaching out and having conversations. Now you've got Joe Biden, and I know everyone's like Joe Biden. I get it. Joe Biden is going. Is he's already been vice president? Whatever, yada yada yada. But that's not the case. He's right now a private citizen, and he's running for president. And in my humble opinion. He's colluding with foreign governments to influence the, the election in 2020. He's admitting it. Donald Trump's calling him out on it. Donald Trump is and Donald Trump makes another great point about it, too. I mean, Donald Trump is he's basically saying Joe Biden saying oh, it's a badge of honor. All these other countries want me to be the president. And Donald Trump basically sums up why Said that he heard from a lot of foreign leaders. And they want him to be president. Of course they do. So they can continue to rip off the United States. Of course they do. I mean, that makes perfect sense. 855-765-1045. Diane and Ponte Vedra. How are you doing, Diane? Hey, good. How are you doing? Great. Thanks so much for calling the Marques Show. What do you want to say? Well, you know, I just wanted to say these, these candidates, the Democrat candidates, they live in their own bubble. And they think everybody out there are, are globalists and open borders like they are. So they beat that drum, even though it's, it's just, it's, it's not a winning game, because even if there were a lot of people that believed that before, how can you believe people who for three years were telling you that the man in the White House was actually a plant by Putin? It's so ridiculous. Right. How stupid can you be? Yeah. Seriously. And Joe Biden talking about Margaret Thatcher, I mean, I know you remember Charles Krauthammer, he... He called uh, Biden the sage of Wilmington, and you know what I'm you know what I'm saying. He's like, he's an idiot. No, I understand. Air sniffer. I know. <laughs> he's an idiot oh and a hair sniffer let's not forget that that is true diane thanks so much for reminding us all about how creepy joe biden is uh but the, you bring up a couple of really good points and the thing that people don't realize is and maybe joe biden maybe joe biden maybe democratic voters you know maybe the liberal voters they believe that this is a good thing but think about this let's say you're you want to open up a burger joint 
All right. You have a burger recipe and you're going to make the best burgers ever. You're going to make burgers great again. And you go and you set up shop on a street with like five other burger restaurants. Now, these other burger restaurants, they're upset. They're angry. They're furious. They all are. They are not happy because they know that you're going to make better burgers. And people start flocking to your restaurant and they're eating your burgers and they're eating your fries and they're drinking your drinks. And and there's not and, and you're just so popular. Now, what if another guy comes along and wants to open up a burger restaurant, but his burgers suck? His burgers are horrible. His burgers are expensive. They don't taste good. Nobody wants them. Which guy do you think the other burger restaurant owners would want setting up shop on that street? Well, guess what? The guy with the really expensive, horrible burgers, that's sloppy Joe Biden. And the guy with the burgers that everyone wants to take a bite out of? Donald Trump. Everyone wants a bite of Donald Trump's burger. Is all I'm saying. Oh wait, I'm having slop, my sloppy Joe anyway. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. You don't want your competition, and that's what these other countries are. They are they're frenemies. They're friends, but they're competitors. And you don't want them dictating who's in charge of your company. You don't want them saying, "Hey, you know what? If we had our choice, we would want a weak CEO." Who we could really take advantage of so that our our trade deals would be better and we could dump all of our immigrants at you and you would keep us safe and you wouldn't expect anything in return. That's you know what? That's the guy we want. We want the guy who doesn't call it like it is and tell the truth about us and call us names. We want that. We want the nice guy who finishes last. 855-765-1045. It's the Marque Show. Quick break. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K. more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just mind getting. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Yeah, apparently she's right. McDonald's is bringing uh, international menu items next month for a limited amount of time. Uh, it's reducing smart dogs. Oh, wait, sorry. You're listening to the commercials on the Internet. Uh, McDonald's serves different menu items in its various locations around the world based on local demand. We know our U.S. customers are curious about McDonald's international menu items, says Linda Van Gosen. She's her vice president of uh, menu innovation. So what are we? What are they? Oh, uh, McDonald's will start selling a meatless burger called the Big Vegan. That's a hit in Germany. It also sells McVegan in Finland and and Sweden. It's not clear whether they're going to bring... Oh, wait a minute. Well, where are the ones that they're actually bringing? They look delicious, whatever. They look like some kind of chicken, some kind of fries with bacon and cheese. I'm excited. I'm excited. Anyway, we'll get to that here. I'm, oh, by the way, if anyone from McDonald's is listening and you want to bring some international items... We're totally, we're totally okay with that. 855-765-1045. Pete uh, is calling in from the beaches. Hi, Pete. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. Uh, good morning, buddy. Hey, hey Pete. Before I make my prediction, uh-huh. I want to tell all your listeners to please listen to you and they will lose weight because I'm sweating just listening to you talk. You're sweating just listening to me talk? Yeah, it's, uh, it makes me... Uh, kind of energized the oh, way you talk you you know, know, I, i'm so excited to hear you know it's fun in fact we had a um we had a consultant who uh yeah. we, we were talking one day and the consultant said you know i was listening to some old tapes of your show and i said what what do you think he goes you're high energy in fact i could listen to you yeah. while i while i work out and i said oh that's great so I, I we went to the boss's office and he goes did you meet with the consultant i said yeah he goes what did he say i said he said that uh when you know listening to me uh, is something he could do when he works out and he goes go back to the yeah. consultant and tell him he needs to listen to your show more often <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel. I bet you yeah. a lot of people feel that way, man. Well, that's keep good. Keep it up, really. Keep it up. You're very entertaining and very energetic. But my prediction. Yeah, oh, what's your is prediction? Biden is going to be the nominee because they're going to rig it. Uh, you know, superdelegates are all his already. And then Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, is going to back him up as long as he will pick. Michelle Obama is the vice president. That's my prediction. And what, you know, it's going to come uh, to fruition here. That's it. That's an interesting theory. All right. So you because I've heard Biden was going to pick Barack Obama, but you're saying he's going to pick Michelle Obama Michelle, for vice yeah, president. Be, uh, 
That could be. You know, that's an interesting theory. That's an interesting. I hadn't heard that one yet. Um, Pete, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. By the way, this I'm not 100 percent certain that Joe Biden is going to run away with this thing the way everything else. And, you know, look, people still believe that the deep state exists. They believe that it's there. But I don't know. Bernie Sanders seems to me to be not as dumb as people like to think he is. He's crazy. Sure. He's a socialist. Absolutely. But that doesn't necessarily make him stupid. It doesn't make him dumb. You know, people people underestimated Donald Trump, too. And look what happened. I don't think I don't think crazy Bernie's going to let them be underestimated a second time. And I also think Joe Biden has a little bit of cockiness. I believe that Joe Biden is a little cocky. I think he thinks he's I think he thinks he's entitled to the nomination, much like somebody who ran the last time around. I believe that Joe Biden thinks that this nomination is all wrapped up in a little pretty package with a bow on it and a little tag that says to Joe from the Democratic Party, happy birthday or whatever holiday they happen to be celebrating. I believe he thinks that. I think that's why he waited so long to get into the race. I think he thought all he had to do was announce and boom, all of a sudden he was going to be the front runner. And I think he got annoyed. I think he got annoyed when people started calling him a creepy hair sniffing weirdo. I think they, the guy, he got annoyed when they kept saying that he was groping little girls and he was acting like a pedophile. I think he got annoyed by all that because according to his sources or according to his ego or both, he, he's the nominee. He's the only guy for the job that's just going to be handed a la Hillary Clinton. It's the same thing it looks like to me over again. And no matter what sins of the past may come back to haunt him or bite him in the butt, it doesn't matter because it's Joe Biden. Same thing with Hillary. It didn't matter what Hillary Clinton did in the past. It didn't matter which women came forward and said, your husband raped me. It didn't matter what kind of uh, deals that were lurking in the background uh, that were financially, let's just say, odd. Uh, you know, it didn't matter what happened in Benghazi because Hillary Clinton was going to be the nominee and nobody and nothing from her past was going to take that away. And Joe Biden, I think, looks in the mirror every day and thinks the same thing. And we all know how that ended up. But Bernie Sanders, the second time, this is Bernie Sanders' last shot. This is Bernie Sanders' last shot. If Bernie Sanders doesn't get the nomination this time around, there is no four more years for Bernie Sanders. There is no next time for Bernie Sanders. And there's really going to be not a lot of hope for the socialist branch of the Democratic Party, which is becoming bigger and bigger every single day. And I think what's happening, and I think what's going to happen, is that Joe Biden, is going to underestimate the crazy socialists in the Democratic Party just the way that Hillary Clinton underestimated all the deplorables who went out and voted for Donald Trump. And it's going to be it's going to be a fight to the finish. It's going to be a photo finish. It's not a, these early polls are first of all we all know how polls worked out for Hillary Clinton. We know never to believe the polls. The only poll you believe is when, it, is when it, you wake up the next morning and you count all the votes. That's the only poll that you can believe. And even then, even then, it's up for grabs. But when we start seeing New Hampshire and South Carolina and Iowa and, and Nevada and all these states come to when they start going uh, into their primary season and they start, they start casting their ballots. When we start seeing who's really ahead, it's going to be very interesting because Joe Biden assumes he assumes that he is going to be the the nominee, the nominee, and the polls assume that he's going to be the nominee. And Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and everybody else, I think they all assume he's going to be the nominee too. But then you've got crazy Bernie, who's got a young socialist backing in Congress. He's got more and more people behind him. He's got actual super delegates that are pledged to vote for him already, something he never had before, and he got money. Plus, he's played this game before. He played this game two years ago. And he's not going to, he's not playing to lose. He's playing, no one's going to buy him a house this time around if he doesn't become the nominee. He knows he's got his house. He's got his book deal. He's got his millions of dollars. The only thing he doesn't have is the White House. And he is not going to stop until he gets it. And when you look at the Democrats, when you look at the party, they are split now between traditional liberal and liberal socialism and it's a pretty even split all those old ladies that think joe biden's just this folksy old dude who think he's great and oh he's just the cat's meow and we remember him from back in the 70s when he first got to washington and he was good looking and we he's got those teeth and man we just love old sloppy joe the old folks are going to go vote joe biden but all these young people 
that want free education and they want free health care and they want, you know, their debts to be forgiven and they want the grass to be greener and the buildings to be more environmentally friendly. And they hate Donald Trump and they hate Joe Biden, too, because they look at him and they think, oh, he's creepy and he's old for whatever. reason, They love Bernie Sanders and they want to smoke pot every single place that they possibly can 24 hours a day. So they're going to rally behind Bernie. And when it comes down to it, the Democrats' big problem is you have one candidate that appeals to the older half of your party and you have one candidate that appeals to the younger half of the party. Which one is going to be more inspired to get out there and vote? That's the problem. Bernie Sanders, he can carry the millennial vote, but he couldn't get someone his own age to vote for him if he paid them. And Joe Biden, he could carry the old folks' homes. But is he going to get are the millennials going to be excited to go out and vote for sloppy Joe? I don't think so. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Meanwhile, you got like 7000 people who are out at a campaign rally for Donald Trump and he already got the job. I want to run so badly. I want this race to start immediately. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. It's the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. The Marquet Show. My name is Marquet. Thanks for joining me. I can't hear myself. Hang on. Let me let me do this. That's better. Oh, now I can hear myself. Oh, I sound great. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Uh, 855-765-1045. Look, Donald Trump, he came to Florida to talk about hurricane relief, but we all know what happened. We all know what he was doing here. He was starting his campaign in one state that handed him the election, in one state where there's a Republican stronghold, and in one state that he must and most likely will carry in 20. 2020 if the crowd that showed up yesterday was any uh was any uh you know what do you call it uh, precursor to what's going to happen because again donald trump who's the president who doesn't have, think about this donald trump doesn't have to run against anybody for the next two years or for the next year and a half he's got he gets a pass there's no challenge to him and if there is it's not a serious one he doesn't have to go out there and fight like he did last time. Eighteen other people, Lil Marco and and low energy Jeb and you know what a crazy Ted Cruz, lion Ted Cruz, whatever. He doesn't need to get all those people off the stage so that he can get the nomination and go out there and browbeat the Democrats into submission. He doesn't need that this time. He's got the job. He's got the nom. He's the guy. He's ready to go. He's so ready to go. He's so ready to go. He just wants the Democrats. He's like, come on, let's just start this thing already. Just pick somebody. He got some real beauties. Crazy Bernie. Crazy Bernie. He had a choice between Slippy Joe and Crazy Bernie. <laughs> and uh, I'll take it here. Let's just pick somebody, please, and let's start this thing. He's so confident. Start he, he's starting. He pick knows. somebody. He knows he's got the goods. He knows he's got the agenda. He knows he's got the resume to back it all up. And he knows he's got the support because, look, it's the middle of the his term. And he's bringing thousands and thousands of people like a rock concert going out there on a Thursday night. Wait, Wednesday night. What's today, Thursday? Yeah, they went out on a Wednesday night to see their president. 855-765-1045. Bob in Jacksonville. How you doing, Bob? Hey, how you doing? Doing great, man. What do you want to say, sir? Well, you know, since you're talking about, you know, Trump and his campaign style, I mean, the, the guy's untouchable. You know, he's bulletproof when he's, when he's in campaign mode. And, you know, I got to wonder, considering... The clown car of DNC candidates, which has now become a stretch limo. Yeah. Okay. With with the mayor of New York, De Blasio, jumping in and and trying to suck up what little oxygen is left in that thing. Oh yeah. You know, I I, I gotta wonder. Ninety uh, percent of the candidates got they've got to realize that they don't stand a snowball's chance in hell of being becoming the nominee, whether they cheat, steal, or lie, or whatever. And I think they're just there to up their profile off the back of Donald Trump. Yeah, no, you're 100% right about that. Most of these people, have they know they're not going to be the president, but they know that if they run, they're going to get on the national stage. They know that if they crawl out of that clown car and go uh, in a debate or in a, in a campaign video or whatnot, they're going to all of a sudden be on the national stage. And Cory Booker wants to be one day down the road something bigger than he is. And, and Amy Klobuchar and Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren, they want that power and that influence and that prestige. Uh, you Pete Buddy Buddy Judge Buddy Buddha Judge. He definitely wants to be something more than he is because, well, I mean, who wouldn't want to be more than just the mayor of South Bend, Indiana? So there's a lot of people out there who the Democratic Party number one needs because they have 
no real face of their party. They have nobody in control. They have nobody to draw in the voters. Uh, and so that's what they're looking for. This is all a PR campaign for them, not a presidential campaign. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, yeah, they seriously want to be president. Everybody else, eh, they just want publicity. But it backfires, too. It could have the reverse effect. Look at one Beto O'Rourke. Look at one Beto O'Rourke, who had the, the, the power and the prestige going into this thing. $60 million he raised, almost won Texas, beating away Ted Cruz. Now, all of a sudden, you put him on a national stage, you make him a presidential candidate, and what happens? <laughs> He's imploding. He's getting beaten by the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, in all the polls. He can't get more than a couple dozen people at a rally. He's running off, leaving his wife for days at a time to go find himself. And we find out that when he was psychedelic warlord back in high school, he wanted to run over kids with his car. So sometimes being on the national stage doesn't really do for your campaign or your public uh, persona what one might hope that it does. 855-765-1045. John in St. Augustine, real quick, what do you want to say, John? Hey, uh, thanks, Mark, taking my call. I just wanted to remind our voters that uh, the ground is shifting a little bit here in central Florida where we relocated how many at last count? 300,000 evacuees from Puerto Rico, Hurricane Maria. They now live and potentially vote here in Florida. So although we have a new Republican governor and senators and we're all lined up, fat, dumb, unhappy, let's be very careful. Florida is still very much a battleground state. How do you think they're going to vote when they come in from Puerto Rico? Well, I'll tell you what. If you run into any Puerto Rican refugees who have just gotten here to the United States and they're talking about voting, you know, take them out for ice cream. Buy them a red cap. Tell, you know, tell them what's what. What's what? 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Said that he heard from a lot of foreign leaders. And they want him to be president. Of course they do. So they can continue to rip off the United States. Of course they do. Absolutely right. That's why that's if any foreign leader ever says, you know what, we'd like this person to be president, don't vote for that person. Because they don't have they don't have America's top interest in mind. They're not they don't care about America's best interest, they care about their own. And if anyone, prime minister, president, uh, Saudi Arabian sheik, I don't care who they are. If they if they are the leader of another foreign power and they say, we want this person to be president of the United States, don't vote for that person. Janet in Jacksonville, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you doing? Oh, doing great, Janet. What do you want to say? Okay, I've got a question. Um, it might have been answered. I don't know because I've um, been out of the house. Mm. Um, all of these states that are threatening to keep President Trump off the ballot yeah. if he doesn't turn in his income taxes? Correct, yeah. Can they legally do that? Um, I don't think so. Well, again, I'm no legal scholar, I'm no lawyer, but I, they can threaten all they want. They would have to, re to leave him off the ballot, they would need some kind of justification beyond the fact that they don't like that they can't see his tax return. If they did, there would be lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit, and the biggest problem you have with that is it gives Donald Trump ammunition should he lose the election. So if, let's say, I know like one of them is... I mean, California, of course. I think another one is, uh, was it Colorado? Some really liberal state. I think um, Oregon as well. But these states, if they leave Donald Trump off the ballot, first of all, these are not states Donald Trump would ever have to worry about winning. He would never win these things anything. anyway. These are the Democratic strongholds where these things are happening. But if that happens, and let's say he does lose the election, he's not going to go anywhere, and he's got a legitimate case against every single one of these states and the Democratic Party, and Nancy Pelosi can't have that. She needs him out of there. She needs to give him no reason whatsoever to question the results of this election if he loses. So there's no way that's going to happen, in my humble opinion. It's a, it's a bully tactic. It's them trying to scare people. But they're, they're, Donald Trump will be on every ballot in every state, rest assured. And let's say California leaves him off the ballot. Doesn't matter. He can win without California. 
He can win without New York. He can win without Colorado. He can win without get the other ridiculous states, Boston, Massachusetts, all those. The, these are blue states you're talking about. They're the only ones that care about his tax returns. They're the only ones that think it's going to make a difference. And he's not going to he doesn't even campaign there. So it's not going to make it. It's it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of bunk. Joe in Jacksonville, how are you, Joe? Hey, Mark, I'm great. I just wanted to just put something out there. Quick question: Is that how do we help? Uh, I'm a black guy from Detroit. I was raised to be a Democrat, a socialist, and then I went to the Navy in 2000. And I remember my chief jacking me up when uh, George Bush uh, was getting ready to become president, or things were on the fence and he said well if you want to raise and you want to make money and you want to protect america you're going to be a republican from this day forth and and that changed my life and the question is is how do i help the minorities around me understand that donald trump is the best thing that has happened for an economy that's exploding and i can't seem to get it through them really what so like what is it like your friends your family members or your people that you know yeah, so 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 I've got friends. I've got I've got I've got friends that are doctors. Yeah. Uh, you know, educated people, mostly minorities. Yeah, I have a, a wide mix of people, but but I don't understand that they don't see that. And and I'm in the contracting services with homes, and the, the housing market is exploding Exploded. because everybody's just building and yeah. everybody's doing something. And I don't understand how we don't understand. And it's really a cry out to to minorities if you're listening. That we have to do. America is a capitalist nation. It's a great nation. It's about money. You need money to live in America. And this president has opened up the floodgates for people to make money. It's for true. To make money. I Period. mean, I, look, I'm with you, too. I'm a, I'm a capitalist before anything else, before I'm a Republican, before I'm a Democrat, because you're right. This country was founded by people who wanted to make money. You know, uh, Ferdinand and Isabella, they didn't give Columbus three ships because he was a nice guy. They gave him three <laughs> ships so he could come over here, get a bunch of gold and spices and whatnot, and bring him back to Spain, and they could get even richer. That's why the country was founded. Same thing with the uh, same thing with all the other colonies. I mean, the Mayflower wasn't the pilgrim ship. They had to rent their space and their passage aboard the Mayflower to come over here. Everything is a is an economic venture when it comes to the United States. Uh, you know, look, that's the greatness of America. It really is. I mean, look, Joe, I, I appreciate that you are intelligent enough to realize what the Republican Party has done for minorities and really every American. And there's we have oh, a, we have amazing. a we have a bunch of a doc is another African-American guy calls in all the time, says he's trying to get people to, to leave the Democratic plantation and vote for Republicans. And you've got people like Candace Owens who are out there fighting as well. I you know, I would just say keep at it. Keep at it, man. We've got to keep at it. Yeah, you got to keep at it. Don't give up. And, you know, this show right here, it's easy for me because 99% of the people that listen to this show are people that voted for Donald Trump. 99% of the people that call in and leave us open mic messages, you're already, it's preaching to the choir. You know, I come in here every day and I say hallelujah and you say amen. And I get that. And it's a lot of fun. But hopefully there's somebody driving around in their car or sitting in a, a building somewhere, and this show's piping through. And all of a sudden, they sit there, and they, maybe they listen to Joe, who just called in. They go, you know what? Maybe I ought to... Maybe I ought to take a better look at this. Maybe, maybe as a black man or as a black woman or as a black business owner, I need to really think about what's been happening over the last two years. Take a look at where I was then, and now take a look at where I am today. And what's changed? Well, we have a Republican in the White House. We have Republicans in the Senate. We have Republicans in the Supreme Court. We've got Republicans in the governor's mansion. We've got two Republican senators. Maybe there's maybe there's something to this. Oh, Doc is on the phone. <laughs> Thank God. Doc, perfect timing. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man, I heard the caller just before just before me. Yeah. And I had a debate with a bunch of, uh, of blacks, and I started converting them, simply asking myself, okay, my question to you guys is, are you guys are leaders or are you followers? Because we're going to debate, but everything you bring to me, make sure it's not an emotional debate. Bring facts. And everything they threw at me, I, I explained to them and showed them how it was facts. And when I gave it back to them, I showed them with Google or video the truth and believe it or not at the end i showed them how trump benefited black folks now he's a new yorker and i made sure i made sure i explained it i said new yorkers speak kind of rough you know they don't yeah. they don't try to candy coat anything i said so i don't like the way you know i had to put it so i can help them i said i don't like the way he say certain things but 
if he's for us, he's for us. If he's against us, he's against us. And I and I everything I show them through videos, who who targets black people? Who created the first step program? I showed them things instead of trying to because most of them are most most black folks were great at emotion. We love church, emotional high. But I broke it down to verifiable facts, not all at once, step by step. Yeah. 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 And, and believe it or not, if you take it to them step by step and, and let them get it out, but ask them a question. Are you a leader or a follower? And let's let's find out. And believe it or not, I won three out of five. Doc, that's hey man, we wow, that's a great question too. Are you a leader or a follower? That's a great question because a lot of people, that's what it boils down to. Are you are you leading yourself? Are you leading your family into the future, or are you following someone else? Are you going out there and making your own future? Are you making it happen? Are you making your life great again, or are you just waiting for someone else to do it for you? You know what? It's like it's like my old buddy Fifty Cent. Uh, my old buddy Fifty Cent. He once told me. Okay, I met the guy once. He was a great guy. But he once said, he was quoted as saying, I used to be a Democrat. Then I started making money, and I became a Republican. And really, that's what it, that's what it boils down to. You know, you may not be able to convert some people until they can go out there and get their piece of the pie. You may not be able to convert people until they see the benefits of being a Republican uh, on your salary, on your taxes, on how much you can save, on how much you can invest. It may just be something that they have to come across themselves, but just don't give up. 855-765-1045. All right, listen, we got another bouquet of flowers coming out from uh, Jacksonville Flower Market. We're going to give them to whoever can win What the Bleep. We need two contestants. What the Bleep is next on the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Time to give away some flowers. A lovely floral bouquet for Mother's Day from Jacksonville Flower Market on Beach Boulevard. Uh, it's awesome. Go there and get all your flowers. And we're going to play some What the Bleep. And that means uh, we need two contestants. Heard, luckily, we have them. Dylan is on the phone. Dylan from Jacksonville. How you doing, Dylan? Good. How you doing? Oh, doing great, man. You're going to be playing against Rick today. Rick, are you there? Hey, I'm here. How you doing, Mark? Oh, great. Rick, say hi to Dylan. Dylan, say hi to Rick. What's going on, Okay, but that was nice. All right, here's how this works, guys. Gentlemen, we're going to play you a clip from the news, and the one word. One word will be bleeped out. If you can correctly identify that word, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the match uh, wins the floral bouquet. You guys got it? Okay. Cool. Dylan, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Uh, here is your first clue. This is this is Representative Doug Collins yesterday speaking at the Congressional Judiciary hearing to hold William Barr in contempt of Congress. Listen carefully. The Democrats have no plans, no purpose, and no viable legislative agenda beyond this administration. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Dylan? What the bleep? Impeaching. Impeaching. Let's take a listen. The Democrats have no plans, no purpose, and no viable legislative agenda beyond attacking this oh, administration. So oh, close. Man. That was so close. That was really, really good. Uh, but you get you get the gist of it. No point, but you're still anyone's game. Rick, you ready for your first clue? Yes, sir. All right, Rick. This is Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, explaining to a reporter her comments that were released in the Mueller report. Listen very carefully. I acknowledged uh, that I had a slip of the tongue when I used the word but it's not untrue, and certainly you just echoed exactly the sentiment and the point that I was making. What, what the bleep, Rick? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I didn't hear that one. Um, uh, I don't know. You don't know? I can't even, yeah, I can't even go with the guess, no. Okay, all right, well, well, then I'll just go ahead and give you that, and let's take a listen. I acknowledge uh, that I had a slip of the tongue when I used the word countless. Countless, yeah, that was a countless... Uh, yeah, but that was a while ago, so that was a tough one. All right, here we go. Let's go to the Trump rally from last night in here in Florida. Dylan, are you ready? Yep. All right, listen carefully. And this is bleeped three times, but it's the same word, so you don't have to worry about it. Here we go. Listen carefully. Our policy can be summed up in three very simple words. <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what the bleep, Dylan? Oh, man. That could be anything coming from here. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. Can you play it again? Yeah, I can play it for you one more time. Listen carefully. Uh, here right. it is. Donald Trump last night in Florida. A policy can be summed up in three very simple words. I don't know. Um. Win. Win? All right, let's, let's, let's listen. A policy can be summed up in three very simple words. Jobs. 
jobs, jobs. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Somebody get this McAfee thing on my computer. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Sorry. Oh, my God. With this. Rich Jones. Stop clicking on stuff. Oh, my God. This is horrible. All right. Uh, no point there. And we go back to you, Rick. And we continue with the Trump rally last night. Are you ready for your next clue? Yes, Listen carefully. Here it is. Oh, wait, hold on. That's the end of it. Here's the beginning of it. Listen carefully uh, and tell us what the bleep. I called the leader of the country. I said, you know, it's not fair. We're spending all of this money. Great danger. You got to pay. And he said, like the king, he said, but nobody's ever asked us that before. I said, that's because you had people running. <laughs> what do you think there, Rick? What the bleep? Uh, stupid people. Stupid people. Let's take a listen. And he said, like the king, he said, but... Nobody's ever asked us that before. I said, that's because you had stupid people running. Hey! Oh, wait. Wait. What? There we go. Yay. Congratulations, Rick. You're on the board. Uh, you got a point. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have. So with a score of one to nothing, Rick, congrats. You win the bouquet from Jacksonville Flower Market. Yeah, good job. Hey, Dylan. Hang tight. All you guys are so you guys are so nice. Hang tight, Dylan. We'll hook you up with a T-shirt or something. Uh, Rick, hang tight. We're gonna hook you up as well. Everybody else, have enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow. It's gonna be Friday. It's gonna be awesome. We'll have one more Mother's Day bouquet from Jacksonville Flower Market. Stay tuned. The news and Rush Limbaugh are coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Oh 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 O'Reilly. Oh, you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.